you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Damage Jenkins under center. He looks over a nickel secondary right now. It's third and goal at the seven. Damage drops back to throw. Breaks the tackle. Cuts to his right. Now cuts his arm. Fires a line drive. And if you caught, Damage with a belt high grab underneath the crossbar. Heavily covered. And they've got the lead. The Dave Damashek Football Program. Available on iTunes and at davedamashek.nfl.com. Now here's your host, Dave Damashek. Hi and hello. Hope all's well wherever you are. Welcome to the Dave Damashek Football Program. Things are ready to go here in Studio 66 as the two title games draw ever closer. Just three football games left. And they will all be started by some combo of Nick Foles. Case Keenum, and Blake Bortles. Perhaps even our Super Remarkable. Bowl will pit two of those guys against one another. In the meantime, you just heard the voice of Kevin Harland, who uh, his most famous call, perhaps, I think we could debate whether or not that's his greatest call when uh, one high-end quarterback threw a touchdown pass to uh, a high-end uh, pass catcher named Damashek. Uh, muzzle tub to him, the uh, broadcaster, the sportscaster of the year, award to him, and uh, I might be in line for that because uh, – mm. The podcast we did, we decided to do. There's too much to talk about this week in title game, uh, title game week here. So we sat down with Willie McGinnis for another gangbusters half hour. McGinnis has been on a roll here on the DDFP. This time we broke down how the Jags should try to stop Brady Gronk in that offense. I am lining up Jalen Ramsey on Gronk. We that is the match. I, I agree. See. Fifty-five. I want to see that. That's the way it, ha- that. it should be. What are you? Uh, if you don't do that, it, it's loco. You listen to Dave We also talked about Antonio Brown, where he ranks all time, or at least in the Super Bowl era, among uh, high-end pass catchers. And uh, I also floated my hypothesis, which was I have not been shaken off of just yet that Bill Belichick is coaching either his last 60 minutes or perhaps his last 120 minutes in New England, and mm. then we'll move on to bluer pastures. No, well, I'm shaking we'll, you off of it. Okay, we'll see about that. In the meantime, let Why me Why would all of his assistants be taking other gigs? Exactly. Let me say this. Like NFL Pick'em presented by Bose, 8 a.m. Eastern this Saturday, where we will tell you, and when I say we, I mean all the podcasts here it's a good at one. NFL Media. It's uh, it's the heroes from around the NFL. It's NFL Fantasy Live, Game Theory and Money, DDFP. So make sure you check that out. It's the season finale, one game shy of uh, completing mm. the season, but we appreciate you watching that all season long. But like I say, let me, go let check, me check out the midweek DDFP. Yep. Yep. Um, with Willie McGinnis because it is uh, it is truly strong stuff, not uh, owed to anything that I did, but uh, 55 was dropping some insider uh, knowledge. Obviously, he knows his stuff when it comes to uh, to the Flying Elvis and beyond. And uh, also, wait, a part before of you move mid- off that, I just want to say one thing. Midweek uh, podcast also includes <laughs> Eddie Spaghetti's sideline uh, interview with, uh, with Brandon Marshall of the Denver Broncos, a, a great fella. And then also, 
uh, sideline reporter Savvy catches up with Thomas Davis, one of the great unheralded, in my opinion, mm. stars of uh, the 21st century in pro football. Now, let's go around the wheel here in Studio 66, starting off with the future broadcaster of this sportscast. Trying to acknowledge year. a podcast. Mad Money Smith. How I'm not a we, future fella? sportscaster. I'm hearing your voice all of All of a sudden, I can't avoid you. I, I, I flip on the TV. They're commercial. plague. What a thing. All it's of a, a sudden. You're... It's a pox on football fans. What a trip that must be for you. I know you've been on the radio. It's no new thing to you, but uh, for the I last I did get a lot of attention years. from the uh, the local commercial during the uh, divisional round of the playoffs. All those eyeballs watching That's only games. L.A.? Oh, yeah. so that, that's just yeah. an L.A. ticket. Just program. L.A. because it was Charger like season it. tickets. A lot of those radio calls. But quickly, uh, you were talking about Willie. And one of the great kind of I, – I don't know if Willie is, is kind of processing this in the same way, but – when you think about 2001 and that dominant Patriot defense and Belichick handing the keys to this young quarterback, and I bring it up because you'll remember the game, what Tom Brady was asked to do or lack thereof against the Pittsburgh Steelers in that playoff contest is likely right in step with what Doug Marone is going to wow. ask Blake Bortles to do against the Patriots. Do you know how many yards Tom Brady passed for? in that contest in the AFC Championship game against the Steelers in 2000. Well, you'll recall, or, or maybe you uh, don't remember the specifics of that game, but Brady gets hurt towards the end of the first half, and Drew Bledsoe mm-hmm. takes over. Takes over. Throws a touchdown pass at the end of the first That's half. Right. That's why it's so on. low. The other Brady thing that has, his, what, 87 yards, something like that? 150. I'm surprised he had that many yeah, 150. In, in the amount of time he was on the field. But there. the Super Bowl, he only threw for 140. Yeah. That's right. People so, forget, and as a matter of fact, he was glad a game manager. That up. I want to talk about exactly that subject. It is something that a lot of people are buzzing about this week, about uh, how good does your quarterback actually have to be to make a playoff run in the 21st century. I feel I've been duped, and I feel like I've been duping other people by spreading the word that I heard about this being a quarterback league. In the meantime, you just heard the voice. Uh, there he is. Let me uh, say a proper hello to him. Mm. He's one half of the final radio show in all the land on AM570. AM here in – well, AM 570 AM. It's redundant. Yeah. But anyway, uh, the Petros and Money Show and track that down on iHeartRadio, all the other great stuff he's doing, including being your voice of the Los Angeles Chargers. It's Matt Money Smith. Well, How you. are we, fella? I'm doing well. That's the end of that. We That's don't it. Need yeah, to don't, even, don't even play a chord We're not playing it. Bad all right. I do have bad eyesight. It's getting worse. Enough. Yeah, me, you and me both. I'm, I'm hobbled right now, you know? Hobbled. I my back. It's what, oh, this they're like gonna say day. that you're That's still recovering from the confetti in your eyeball. I'm such an old. I really am now. I just I, my my back goes out. You know what the trick to a strong three, back weeks? is? What's that? As someone who's lived with a bad back his whole life, drinking booze. Strong, strong, cool abdominal yeah, muscles. I know. I know. We do Pilates. Dave has knee. No, it's the opposite. Whatever the pain is, you got to find the opposite muscle to it and I know. strengthen that. Let's I know. Pilates it. I'll, I got to get on the Pilates. We should. Yeah. We should. Um, I'll teach you. I'll give you a free lesson. I don't well, usually do that. They're very expensive lessons, so I'll give you one for free. Though maybe about we that. Video it. Well, and we, then we can share it with the world. <laughs> I would like yeah. to see that video. I would, I would love that. to see that video. Let's do it. Uh, MVP, I, like, I think we all. Day. I think I speak for all of us. Uh, last week, when Lorenzo Alexander joined us, we all fell very much in love with him. He will be a return visitor here. Yeah. already in the. Uh, he's. I mean, he's already. We're we're mid January, and we're already. We have our first nominee for our favorite football playing guest for the Shecky. He was great. A lot of ground to cover, but, but between uh, now and then, let's say hello in the meantime to uh, to. Oh, I said uh, 
there were other things to promote. One is uh, game theory and money. Matt oh, Money Smith, one show. half of that. Oh, and the it. other half right here, you'll Lies. see her on uh, game day morning on Sunday in front of the title games. It's Cindy Freeland, everybody. And last, the dodgiest of all participants Dodgy. on the DDFP. I don't know who he thinks he is running – to all corners of uh, of the big blue marble to promote the uh, to promote the great game and muzzle tub to you on a gangbusters trio of games in uh, in London 2018. Here Some he is, everybody, games. the Miami Dolphins resident fan on the DDFP. It's handsome Hank. He's handsome Hank. He's handsome Whoa, good one. He's handsome we really did cut to the chase. Did, thank you. Just Hello, drop handsome. that needle right in the perfect spot on that vinyl. Hello, handsome. How are you? I'm very well, thank you, Dave. Um, I would like to start with an apology for oh. um, the confetti incident last time I was on the show. Uh, several of the powers that be got in touch, and I believe we we were in um, some danger of of your show being canceled after mm. where are we like five six hundred shows in. I think more um, than that, but yeah. Really? For I, the know, I know we transcended 500 at some point right. a while back. I figured someone was going to have to get fired over that. I, anyway, I apologize. Too much of a I want to apologize to everyone, um, and and uh, I hope you're okay. I did ask uh, the pie villain, the Al Davis of the pie off, Tara Deeker, to eat, to text you and me right. and say – Oh, that, that was all made up then. That the, that the higher-ups were cross and that they were uh, looking for blood – and uh, that I had a meeting with a couple of those higher ups to explain what happened there. And uh, oh, I fell for that. Yeah, that was ma- oh, you did. Yeah, well you done. You really believe that? Well done, I really Chad. believe that. Well I was done, on an Deaker. airplane when I got it and, really? uh, to London, and I was like, oh. that was so. What well, well, was your? So you didn't do anything then? So you thought that was real? And and I, I responded. I replied on that. I'm sorry that to hear train. that. No, I said, I said, Dave, I hope you're still there when I get back. <laughs> How far into your flight were you? I mean, far enough that I was, you know, I was. How much I, did it I, I'd occupy? Had, I had a couple of gin and tonics. Okay, and was so well, there you some go. Films. So you were fine. Not, it, Didn't affect it, you. Wasn't a bad time for. No. <laughs> I gave it at least three minutes thought. But in the meantime, you think, wow. So, so Dave, I've dumped confetti on him, and as a result, he's going to be handed his pink slip, another gin and tonic, if you please. <laughs> yeah. That was That's a, that was the same. I was like, oh, poor Dave. Where can I get a drink? I just told Matt Money Smith that uh, we have found uh, what could be a destination. We won't make our final decision no. for Minneapolis, but we have found a uh, a pub equidistant from where we will be and where you will be staying, handsome Hank. Brit's Pub. It's a Brit's Pub. It's it it serves um, British fare, which Money will be very excited about. Cause Surprised he, it's he, still in business. <laughs> he needs he needs that. Look, Money's Money's going to have to swallow his pride and some British food in about nine or ten months' time. A week's worth. When the San Diego Chargers Excuse visit me? London. Excuse sorry, me. I'm so sorry. Just because I don't like British food doesn't uh, mean you have to do I'll, that. I'll continue to insult them. Yeah. The, the L.A. Chargers come to London. Money, shouldn't they? I know that there is some financial benefit, a, a massive one at that, to be to have Los Angeles in your name. So that's why they're the L.A. Chargers. But wouldn't it be cooler if they were the California Chargers? Oh, just Can you get somebody's ear on that? Oh, look at that. The Chargers. Oh, no that's... one's ever done that. Not even the a Chargers. Lot. Just Chargers. Chargers. Where with Chargers? The New Orleans Saints versus Chargers. The I love Chargers. it. I go with the. No, I'm versus I'm, the Chargers. We're gonna do it, but really, can we do that? That would be a great move. Mm. Then it would. You be would assume more teams be, would. Right. Like if you were the. I mean, just take the Chargers out of it. If you're the Jaguars, do you really want to attach yourself to Jacksonville? Shouldn't you be the Florida Jaguars? Hey. Yes. 
What? That's a that's a championship caliber team. I'm not saying it's not. I brought them up because and they're so, in the the AFC championship. Some of the coolest names. The in Florida sports. Jaguars. The Golden State Warriors. I mean that they're. Golden I was about to say State Gold, is the coolest. Oakland Golden State, brilliant. Yeah, and I mean, by brilliant. the way, yeah, right. That's how you do it. The model is right there for well, you. Well, they were the, the California state. Angels, right? Yep. You know, and they had a sweet cap Carolina. with that C yeah. and A interlocking yep. with the halo stitched oh, on top. New England Dynamite. and Carolina both New like, England, try I to love. get a bigger right? Arizona Carolina Panthers. Carolina, not thing the Charlotte like, Panthers. I was, I was just talking to, I think Thomas Davis, as a matter of fact, name drop uh, name about drop. that very thing. I think that's a great. Uh, that was a stroke of genius to to to, to include both. East Carolina, North, South, no, all of it. Shouldn't they be all the Wisconsin them. Packers? Neat. Shouldn't they be the Wisconsin Packers? I mean, why you got to acknowledge right. Green Bay? Uh, that what? was so cute because Green Bay is yeah, uh, has uh, 40,000 so people in it or right. whatever. I think yeah, I, I Appleton is not happy. Not, yeah. They should be the Appleton Packers. Um, hey, so let's. Uh, there are several things to hit before we get into What do you want to talk about, Dave? Flag. Well, a couple of things I was talking with Willie about, and uh, I will say again, or in case uh, in case you weren't paying close attention, three DDFPs this week, not the normal two. We did, we did our usual with Maurice and Colleen, and it was great uh, in spite of the fact that – If Averill was on there with you? I well? was not welcome on my own show. It was a winner's circle and Damashek sitting there, Colleen Wolf and uh, the Philadelphia Eagles rap, Ooh. and Maurice, the Jags rap, toasting each other with literal champagne on the DDFP. I was not allowed to sip because my team didn't win. You know what? That made me think as well, actually, about going back to the confetti a little bit. Shouldn't we, shouldn't we kind of take that back from you? Because although you were right about the regular season no. record, you were wrong, so about, wrong the about the playoffs. It kind of discredits your whole well, – everything that you've done. You know what? I, I, can, I can explain this perfectly, Hank. No. He is the uh, Peyton Manning of prognosticators. Right. I was going to say I'm the Marvin Lewis. Great, yeah. great regular season. Great regular season. Are you Got nothing than for the playoffs. Got nothing for the playoffs. I don't want – I keep going by TVs, and I keep seeing that, that that dang game being replayed over, and I keep seeing highlights of it. Even the Steelers' good highlights, I don't want to see. They make me sick. They make me as sick as Telvin Smith scooping and scoring because those plays, as I already have said, have now been dropped into history's toilet and flushed away. I was actually – They have no meaning. They had no value. These, these other worldly oh, really? plays oh, oh, by really? Those, those plays will not be shown on Dave Damashek's eternal red right. zone. Those those won't make a, an appearance. Should the Jags Maybe make their will. march to Minnesota? Maybe they. Yeah, will. you're going to be narrating those plays, Damashek. Maybe they will. <laughs> I was so <laughs> narrating those. I was really sad for you. Like I watched and I was like, yep. oh no. <laughs> I was like, oh, no, what are we going to no. do? Don't be sad for That's me. That's a party of one right there. <laughs> I'm sad Marianne for, I'm sad for we my – We were texting. Marianne Freeland was also – we were very concerned about you. I appreciate uh, your empathy as a Lions fan. So Ugh. things will be brighter for you with Matt Patricia there. And that's <gasps> part of what Willie and I were talking that about. That so happy. For a week plus, we've been kibitzing about this. I've floated it. This is my Super Bowl. Hear me now. Believe me later. Oh, we God. shall see who's are you right about and to, who's are wrong. You about to, are you about to, like, make me feel bad? No, okay. I think that Matt Patricia is leaving the Detroit. Listen, Josh McDaniels has, Meh, for the last him. few years, has has uh, been um, the the target of many pro football teams to come and coach them. He turned them all down, but this time he's apparently taken a gig. Matt Patricia, same same uh, same deal there. Why are they leaving? Why are they, why is it so open that both those uh, the both those coordinators? You are think departing? that is a signal? Because I would assume I that one of them I would be the future coach right. for. You know, why wouldn't you want to work Belichick's for Robert Kraft? Either that or Bill says, let's leaving. leave this place on fire. 
If I'm going. You guys go. We yeah. got rid of Jimmy. Let Tom that, Brady right. be a player coach. Yeah, good luck, He's so Tom. smart. Let's yeah. see. Good because luck, they're Tommy. human beings, and if Bill Belichick says, hey, guys, listen, I'm not going to tell anyone else on the face of the earth this, but you know what? I'm getting out of here. And if, if all the smoke that is out there out of Foxborough is, is true at all, wouldn't then – they wouldn't McDaniels and Patricia perhaps be inclined to agree with Belichick and say, yeah, we should uh, get out of here and go on. Or I got to coach a 41 year old QB. And right. Yeah. Right. What are you hanging around? Whoa, whoa, what are you whoa, hanging whoa, around whoa, whoa, Fox? Interesting. Think about it though. They Garoppolo's gone. Uh, Brissett's gone. You know, they're the, who, when, when 12 hangs it up, what's left about that? Yes. The culture might be nice, but isn't Detroit with those nice young defensive pieces for I Patricia thought I was say, like, and the actual city. I'm like, ain't nothing Matt there. Stafford's baby. ready to get over the hump. He's not going to be. Jay got, okay. So Indianapolis and Detroit both have quarterbacks. They both have favorable, if not good cap situations that they're in, which means in the case of Matt Patricia, especially they can go out and buy some of them. You don't want Ziggy Ants on anybody. Okay. See you later. Ziggy, see you later. So, in my opinion, it's just the right situation. And I feel like, like, did you ever watch the movie She's All That? Like, Matt Patricia's kind of like the nerdy one that's, like, low-key, very, very cool. And he goes to the right spot, and he becomes the prettiest girl at the prom. Whereas Josh McDaniels, he's kind of that girl who, like, flirts with everyone and goes out with, like, the dorky guy who was on The Real World. All right. But, he's, so, but they now have both taken gigs. Right, they both took their And gigs. the one that has not been confirmed, because although you know floated, why? is Pat Shermer to the Giants, which doesn't really doesn't make, make a ton sense. of sense. He's going to hold – not only is he going to be the head man, just because you're successful as a coordinator, we've talked about this a million right, times, right. doesn't mean that you can elevate and be the guy. You know, we've seen many guys – How many uh, games did he win in Cleveland? Who? Shermer. Uh, yeah, right. I mean, might as well have been a hundred games. Right. He also, might as like, well have gone a hundred. No, I think he went like nine and eighteen or something like that. Might as well have been a hundred and two. Right. What that meant. And now you're going to put him. There. Now you're going to put yeah. him in the biggest market in America, and he's going to hold the room. And make him pick a quarterback and make him deal with like whatever's going on with Eli Apple. Have fun with that. That's right. not a great job. I think if I were Bill Belichick, I mean, you know, listen, I'm. If I'm, I'm Bill Belichick, I, I'm I have saying, no wanderlust. I'm here I, for five more years. You guys that are coordinators, you guys got, should go now so that I can groom this next crop of people because you're never getting paid here and, and getting the shine that you deserve. So go ahead and go now. And then, and obviously, McDaniels isn't going to stick around if he's not going to be the heir apparent if Patricia leaves. So he's like, you're going, I'm going, screw you. So it's kind of, you know. I think, uh, no, I, I think. I'm going to disagree. I, I think, yes, a quarterback is super important and cap space is super important, but ownership's the most important thing. Who am I going to work for? What are their tendencies? Uh, and I would rather work for the Maras or or for Robert Kraft, considering they have shown. I mean, I know it really fell apart on Ben McAdoo, but that's an outlier for the Giants. Mm-hmm. You know, you think about Tom Coughlin and how kind of mediocre to not good that team was for as long as they were, and they stood by him and they kept him. And look at Robert Kraft. It's just been a model of continuity. Yeah. Us versus – I would rather work for that ownership group than Jim Irsay, and but, but nothing we, against the Ford family, but, you know. Well, but Bob Quinn that's and Patricia Pally. you got to have a GM, that's certainly. That's you're directly working. But I, I, genu- I genuinely believe that if that if McDaniels was like, I'm not going to take over the Bill Belichick job in the next couple of years, I'm getting out of here, and that was the best job available with a quarterback yeah, I mean, in Irsay. So Dave, I, lo- I love your idea, and I love conspiracy You don't think theories. this is true? No. I don't think, I think, the, I think the more sensible outcome would be 
Josh McDaniels or Matt Patricia, whichever is Belichick's chosen one, stick around because uh, when when this you're assuming said, that Belichick doesn't from now. Yeah, but you're, you're uh, you, assuming you're going to get elevated. But if you believe any of the rumors, and I do not think that they're just fake news no, conjured to I. get inside no, the head no, of the no, Patriots. No, 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 no. If you believe any of that, then Belichick has some minor axe to grind. He's not going to say, no, hey, take this A minor axe to grind is one thing. I'm, that's right, a I'm pretty major axe to grind to say, hey, guys, get out of here. I'm going to get out of here. I traded all the pieces out of here, and now we're going to watch this place burn to the ground while I'm head coach of the Giants. I just don't – I think that's a that's not a minor but axe But that does line up. But, that, but I, I'm just I, – listen. I don't know anything. This is reckless speculation, obviously. Which is fun. It's our favorite thing to yeah. do. Yes. Right. But, the, I mean, if that were true on a human level, Belichick would say, hey, Patricia, listen, you got Stafford, who's a stud, This uh, we, instead of 12, who's 41 next year. I don't, I mean, you know, he thinks he's playing to 45. You and I probably disagree with that. We're probably a little skeptical of I that. I think he's got And five, what else is left here? Go to Detroit. But doesn't that completely – isn't that totally you say with You say definitively – that you know Brady has five more I don't years. know. It's not like he passed for 3,200 yards, 12 touchdowns, and 20 no. interceptions. I mean, he's probably going to win the MVP. Right. So He was the best under pressure yeah. and the best outside the tackle box. It's not like he had a bad he's year. better at big-time throws, which are like the deep ones. I, I just – I don't – my point isn't that I don't think he's going to play forever. I don't think he's going to play. I don't. I don't. I can't say that I think he's going to be an MVP for the next five years. But I don't think he's hanging it up in the next five years. Now listen, if that Jacksonville defense breaks him in half, <laughs> obviously, well, that then our conversation changes. Right. That leads us neatly True. into our next conversation. Neat. But quickly, spaghetti. I don't know if you have it flagged there behind the glass, but somebody tweeted me an interesting thought. Uh, or an interesting question, and it is, uh, you know, the the cliche that everybody has latched onto is uh, Father Time's undefeated. If Brady wins it all this year and the MVP, can we can we retire that phrase? Because how old do you have to be before uh, Father Time hasn't beaten you? Well, Father Brady Time wins it at forty one. Father Time wins. Father Time has a loss. Right. I mean, John Elway handed Father Time a loss because you don't get to choose your ending, in, you know, in the NFL. It's just it's so rare, you know. The bet and by the way, the Bettis. It also hung father time with a loss. You know, when you're thinking about walking away, rarely do you get to walk away with a Super Bowl championship, let alone back-to-back titles. And I know Terrell Davis is the one that carried them to those titles, but John Elway was still old, and he was still pretty broken when he, yeah, he was, and he still had to quarterback that team. He was good in their second Super Bowl right. run, not in their first one, right. which, was right. a, which is a weird, wonky thing. Um, but, Money, you touch on it, and I want to pick up on this. This is another thing that I'm uh, fascinated by, as is uh, uh, as are a lot of uh, pro football fans this week. All of a sudden, this what what is the state of our quarterback league? For 15 years, I've been told, oh, it's a quarterback league. That's what matters. You got to have the stud. You got to use the e word. And if your QB doesn't have elite. the adjective uh, with this that starts with the e, elite. If you don't have that, you have no shot at winning this thing. And I've abided by it. I've spread that word. And now I feel like I've I've serviced. I don't know who, and I I, I regret doing it because all of a sudden our final four is Case Keenum. And uh, and Blake Bortles, and I know Carson Wentz is who got them the first seed, not Nick Foles, but nevertheless, he won a playoff game against the defending NFC champs. You don't champs. believe this. You don't believe what you're what you're spewing right now. I listen. You don't. You, you start taking hey, back through it. You don't. What do I you know you don't because Drew Brees should be in the NFC Championship game. 
He should. He that, That's just the bottom line, and you can make a very compelling case that if Matt Ryan doesn't throw a crap pass on first and goal in a one-on-one matchup with Julio Jones and Ronald Darby, that it's not Matt Ryan versus Drew Brees, Tom Brady, and that the Steelers decided right. to just sleepwalk through the first half of a, a divisional round game because maybe they were too preoccupied or didn't buy into the Jags or whatever it was. I mean, you could have ended up. With Ben, Brady, Breeze, and Ryan. Boy, and that's a plus, great point. That's a great point. It's, it's, not, like, great it's point. not like Breeze didn't ha- you know, had a horrible game. They had a bad half. And and he drove his team to a game-winning field goal that was one missed field goal right. away. Of I get you, but, plus, you know what also, I mean? but you're also but you're also ifing stuff. And I am. In reality. I am. And in but reality, I, think they're, I think they're legitimate ifs. But okay, we, but there are three kind of, dominant defenses. I mean, what playmaking, yes. you know, kind of can that can got those up teams in the second yeah. half with the Eagles. Then two legitimately dominant defenses, and then even the Patriots are the best scoring defense since Week Five. Wouldn't you maybe? Can't you make a case that look at uh, you mentioned Matt Ryan? Matt Ryan, same guy. Not certainly didn't get old over uh, between 2017, uh, 2016, uh, 2017. Same skill position, guys. Same everything. Not same everything. Only thing Different that changes. Coordinator. Is, that's my and, point. Different coordinator. The only thing that changes is the coordinator. So, so one and Jared Goff. What changed there? He was a bust six months ago. Now he's a hero. What changed? The coach. My point is dominant defense and uh, and savvy coach. Perhaps more important than having the uh, the alleged the elite QB at this point. Here's here's the thing. Eh. If you go through, let's just go through the last Super Bowls. Tell me when I read off a team that didn't have a great defense. They just so happen to have a really have good quarterback. Also, exactly. But Pat, Pat's Falcons, Panthers, Broncos, Pat Seahawks, Broncos, Seahawks, Ravens, Niners, Giants. Pat. All of those teams had really good defenses. In addition to. An elite quarterback. Well, apart from the Broncos. Apart from well, Broncos had Peyton Manning. Yeah. Ravens um, in twenty thirteen right, at the time, but such yeah. But Ravens still, in twenty thirteen were a pedestrian. Team. You know what though? Pedestrian team, but Flacco had D, a. I said. Huh. D. I said. D. Oh yeah, the D. I was going to say a great defense. that was one of those just weird. Flacco had a, just an insane playoff run. Uh, what he throw like fifteen touchdown passes over those four games. I mean, it was crazy. What, what he did in that playoff, um, and that's what got him, you know, right. to be the highest paid But player. I think also we're coming off a weird – like the weirdest season I can almost remember where so many skill position players got injured that I think you could reasonably say if Aaron Rodgers had stayed healthy, the Packers team was on a trajectory to maybe be somewhere around that, that point at the end of the season. Deshaun Watson had the Texans on that kind of – there were – it just is a. It's been a weird season, agree, and it allowed the you defenses know to rise. Even as you bring up Aaron Rodgers, that is when you when now when you with the information that we gathered in 2017, we were reminded if you're going to base your team around one player, around one, uh, if that's the man, that guy better not get hurt because right. the Packers the Packers went to garbage as soon as 12 went down. Peyton Manning neck injury way back with the Colts. That was the end of that franchise yep. for for a while there. They just got lucky with uh, with Andrew Luck falling into their laps there. I'm just saying that yes, if you're gonna predicate your success all around that one guy, you better keep him healthy right. and you better, better not have lousy games. And you better draft great on defense. I, I'm, it's a, it's an interesting place yep. that we find ourselves. No, I think in. The, the 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 point about the NFC is is probably. The, the, the main reason why we are where we are, and that is injuries at the quarterback position, specifically to Aaron Rodgers. Second, 
the fact that Carson Wentz got hurt, that, you know, who knows what would, what the Vikings would be had Sam Bradford not been hurt. Not that he's some sort of elite quarterback, but he's not Case Keenum on his fourth team on a $2 million deal. We wouldn't feel as weird. Well, you know, Sam Bradford, one of the most accurate passers in the NFL, just dealing with injuries. It's not that he's bad. He can't right. stay healthy. You know, we'd have different conversations. So I think it just speaks to, you know, and this is what was said in L.A. when the Rams lost to the Falcons. Hey, it's a great season, but it's a shame because this was the one year when you really felt like the NFC was wide open and anyone you could make a case for any one of those six teams and no one would have been surprised if the Rams would have made it all the way to the Super Bowl uh, because of how wide open it was on that side of the bracket. I'm fascinated to hear how everybody uh, weighs in on these two title games. We'll get to that in just a minute. Uh, Willie and I were talking about this as well because he was praising, and that's part of the pain of having rooted for the Steelers in that big game last week. And by the way, I appreciate, Cindy, you and Marianne, uh, you know, uh, feeling for me. Don't worry about me. I feel for the people of Pittsburgh. It's freezing in Pittsburgh. Oh, I know. It's bad there, and now they're now their winter – is one week longer than it needed to be at mm. worst. And at, at, at best, you know, you maybe cover another month with uh, with it, it, the excitement of being in the Super Bowl. And if you win it, there is no winter. It's warm. You're kept warm by another Lombardi trophy. Now it's back to reality. Um, so I feel bad for them. I feel bad Boy, for folks. <laughs> I feel bad for my sister, Amy. Nobody more diehard than uh, than Amy is about uh, the Steelers. Me, I went to see uh, Baby Oprah go, and she, you know, scored a couple baskets in her ten year old girl game, and they won all as well. More significant than uh, than what the Steelers did, but nevertheless, a heartbreaker because of the the waste of those high end performances in the clutch. By 7, 26, and 84, some of the plays that 84 made in that game, um, you know, basically throughout the entire season. It wasn't just the numbers. It was when he was putting those up. Leads me to this. There's, ne- It's never a bad time to have this conversation. I'll start with you on this, Handsome. Okay, thank you. Antonio Brown, rank him among uh, wide receivers in the Super Bowl era. Go. Third. Third, behind Jerry Rice. I'm putting Jerry Rice first and Randy Moss second. And AB three, Cindy. I'm struggling to change to – I'm struggling to do anything different from what he's saying, but I think maybe I could even go two. Yeah, well, it's interesting because, you know, as recently as – three, four years ago, I was saying that I think you could make a case that Calvin Johnson is right there in the two or three, but now you have to knock him down Mm -hmm. a little bit. I think Antonio Brown, for all the great deeds of Steve Largent, A.B. over him now. uh, For all of the playmaker, Michael Irvin, A.B. ahead of Mm -hmm. him now. I think the only guy who you really – I Terrell Owens, maybe. T.O. is – Maybe T.O. Yeah. But look at – again, look at that five-year run that Antonio Brown has just completed. There is no precedent for what he – Since you're going to – I want to – okay, go ahead and say that, and then I'm going to ask you No, no, go ahead, go ahead. I'm 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 trying to work my – because I'm just thinking of like 60s, 70s, if there's anyone in there that like like a Lance Allworth or just someone – The best receivers of the 70s Yeah, I don't think they're there. Yeah, they're not. They're, no. If you, I mean, it's you can do the generational differences in terms of how much the quarterback throws. By the way, people like to say, well, you can't do that with A.B. because he's a 21st century receiver. You can't compare him to Jerry Different Rice. Rules. Look up the numbers. 
Jerry, I mean, Steve Young and Joe Montana were actually throwing the ball more than the Steelers of 2016 and 2017 have been throwing the ball. So, in fact, Jerry Rice is getting more targets. Yeah, but, you know, there's kind of that conversation about, you know, about golf and Jack Nicklaus. And when you think about the equipment and what he had to use and what he was able to do with that equipment, and when you hand that same equipment. What equipment? equipment? Just the gloves? Oh, gosh, no. The the clubs and the ball. I mean, the ball is no, the I'm biggest talking about, No, I'm talking oh, about no, no. for a receiver. Well, it, what I'm saying for the receiver is, yes, one, the molested. gloves, and two, the rules. Yeah. The inability to put your hands on receivers like you used to be able to do right. and what those guys had to find. I mean, like when you think about, you know, and again, I'll just I'll just take Lance Allworth because I know when you're talking about 1,600, 1,700-yard seasons, when you got two and three guys draped all over you and they're not throwing flags like they do today, are those 1,600 yards – more impressive than his 1,600-yard seasons because of how little contact we see. Yeah, in the but you're passing talking about anymore. a rule from set. You're talking about a rule change in early 1978. Well, that's why it's I'm. Like it's that's why I'm going back to those. You know, the Drew Pearsons, the Lance, all that. That particular the best receiver. The best receivers of those of of that particular window. Off the top of my head. I think Drew Pearson, who's not even in the Hall of Fame, which is silly, uh, might be the best receiver of the entire day. Right, because the numbers aren't there, right. but just eyeball test. The guy was ridiculous. He was great. John Stallworth, Lin Swan, you can debate which guy was better between those two, both in the Hall of Fame. Lin Swan, I mean, Lin Swan's uh, residency in Canton is owed to the human element. The voters, right. you can talk about numbers all you want, but the voters can't get out those iconic images in the big games of him making right. That's why he's in the hall over Drew Pearson, but not his numbers certainly don't uh, warrant him being there. Cindy. Okay, so I want to spin this forward because I'm curious what you think with Lev Bell. He wants to get paid like a number two receiver. He wants to get paid like just set the market for running backs. That Obviously, catch he made against the Jags didn't hurt that case. No. I, I'm, I'm asking you like as a fan, as a – I mean, are you going to – I mean, obviously they could franchise tag him, but he doesn't seem like he's going to be happy in that situation, which with Lev Bell could be, you know, a problem. And you saw it took a little while for, you know, we talked about him not needing a preseason, but it, he kind of did need the preseason mm-hmm. because the integration with the team, even though I'm not saying he needed it to get hit because he's still fine. But like, you know, what do you, what are you doing? If I don't know. GM, right? I mean, uh, I don't whatever know. you want to call it, roster integrity or whatever, overall roster integrity are the, are the Steelers of 2018 supposed to uh, mirror the Peyton Manning, Marvin Harrison. I was just going to say, are we leaving Marvin Harrison out? That's the one I'm looking up right now because he's, he's the one great, that always gets overlooked. Would he thrive if you had thrown him on the Browns, as a for instance? I mean, would would Antonio Brown thrive if you threw him on the Browns? I, I think no one. Okay, thriving. Browns is a bad. I'm, yeah. I'm getting at. <laughs> I'm getting at uh, bad. How much weather. is his? Uh, how much is it, Harrison? Okay, how put much him on is the Patriots. Put him on the Patriots. Put him in the best possible situation or close to it. Would he definitely thrive in in? Uh, yes. You think so? Yeah. You know why? Because he was so great in the red zone. He scored touchdowns. Like, he did everything. He piled up. He's like Antonio Brown. He piled up catches, piled up yards, piled up touchdowns every single season. It wasn't just the big play. It was everything. I mean, great route runner, could get the deep ball, deceptively fast, you know, never given credit for, for being able to separate. That might be the one, then, that we could – he, Another guy who's in forgotten and who could have put – if he had been in a different situation, he was kind of hindered by Isaac Bruce's presence in a way. But Torrey Holt, Holt. Mm-hmm. you ask guys 
who played in that era and say who's the most? Oh, that's oh, a great one. Oh, so he was the most talented. He was say he could do it all. He doesn't get his due. He's not in the but Hall both, of Fame. Both those guys you just mentioned had another guy as a number two receiver in Reggie Wayne and Isaac Bruce, at who and Marshall Falk, obviously with the Rams, who who were allowing them to run free. I don't know if Antonio Brown. Antonio had, Brown's making guys a lot of money. Yeah, he's made dudes a lot of money. Yeah. by being there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's you been know. he's been uh, what do they call that uh, QB um, agnostic or whatever, whatever however they put that yeah, yeah something up like numbers. that. Yeah. Aside from Mike Vick, Mike Vick and uh, AB did not uh, work well together. But to answer your question, Cindy, you know there are a lot of this is a running back rich draft. James Conner is not the answer ultimately there, but there are some really nice running backs available in the draft. And do you really want? Is that, I, I I don't know. I don't have the answer. How you're going to tie up that much? Of your cap space? Wow. Dave's shipping Lev Bell out of Pittsburgh. I don't want to. I would certainly like to keep him. But um, if I were writing the ticket and he would be cool with it, I would say, hey, 26, just take the – Come back one more year, and then we'll figure it out after that. If he wins a Super Bowl, I say just, just open take one the bank. more year. Don't sign a long term deal. Right. You may or may not get hurt, but it's going to be totally fine, and then we'll we'll figure it out later. That's the that's what he's going to ask him. That's right? He'd definitely go for that, Dave. It's the um, way you put it. Well, look, we always focus on the quarterbacks, right? Let's look at the running backs. You got Deion Lewis and James White in New England. You got uh, a high Lewis. pick in Leonard Fournette. So there's it's it's either side. It's same with the Vikings. Dalvin mm-hmm. Cook goes down. They're high pick, and what do you have? Latavius Murray and Jarek McKinnon still operating. You know, trade for whatever, a mid-round wow. pick, Jay Ajay. It's hard to figure out, right? Do you I, need well, a high pick or don't, I don't know you? What they all have in common is, is Barkley definitely you know the, the savvy pl- take That's him. That's the point. I think right. – I feel like, do you re- are you really going to burn the first overall pick on Barkley when there are these, this many great running backs in the but, draft? But then year? again, I'll, you push back with Fournette. You know, where are the Jags without Leonard Fournette? Not there. No yeah. way are they there without that guy. And I mean, gosh, just look what he did to the Steelers. I wonder if the Browns, though, they have a first One and four. four. Do they have to take a QB? Why not build around Miles also, Garrett at two studs on defense? They've got the second most cap space, too, so they, they could also fire. Take a QB. Wait, wait, wait. They could go buy one in free agency. Oh, yeah, they could go get yeah, Kirk Cousins. If they buy one, that's right. fine. Yeah. But, but I mean, buy- they, they have to either buy Kirk Cousins uh, or Drew Brees or whatever it Drew Brees is. Won't leave. And, Drew Brees or won't Alex out. Smith. What, you know what I'm saying. Just hey, go Kirk buy Cousins, an elite quarterback. Come up to Cleveland. A good quarterback. Be our hero. Be Alex our Smith. savior. He's not one of those guys. Yeah, that would be great. You get Josh Gordon. You get uh, – What if you, you get Jarvis get Landry up there? Jarvis Landry shipped up to Cleveland. And in the meantime, we're going to give you a dominant Cousins. defense. By gonna, the way, okay. they've got freaking seven picks in the first six. And $17 million. Well, no, take, actually, why not? Five, but, but take, take the quarterback with about, one of them. Take the quarterback with ago, one of them. But ten minutes ago, that's the point. It, look at the Jags. Where are they without uh, Fournette? Where are they without the defense? They're certainly not in the playoffs. If you follow that model, maybe instead of saying, let's – chase the unicorn that we have not been able to catch for uh, a quarter century and instead follow the Jags model, which seems more reasonable, and just load up one and four. We're going defense, defense, Miles Garrett, dominate, and we'll figure out the QB thing. That's a that's a winning formula. If you take Bradley Chubb at number one Chubb. instead of uh, Nick Josh Chubb. Allen. I'm sorry, Nick Chubb. No, Bradley Chubb, right? Bradley, Chubb. Bradley right. Chubb, yeah. You're right. Uh, take Bradley Chubb. No, I'm saying. Of a couple of Chubb. Oh, I got you. Uh, Bradley Chubb ahead of uh, one of the quarterbacks, and then maybe Barkley at four, and you build it around a, a run. You would absolutely have to sign Kirk Cousins to a $100 million deal. What if you signed Alex Smith? $150 million, whatever. Perfect. What if you got Alex Smith and you got Jarvis Landry? Mm-hmm. Then you fortify that. 
went with defense, Here's picked the, up a running back. Like, I think that's a better strategy. The one like, thing oh, that you can get away with when you it. buy a quarterback as well is the because that you're at risk always with these bad teams of bringing in a quarterback and then there's, you've got no offensive line. <laughs> and I think a veteran have, quarterback can get around that. That, by the way, that. that's they, it. That's the answer right there why you can't buy a quarterback because uh, and this is something that my partner on the Chargers broadcast, Nick Hardwick, brought up. And he said the downfall of a team is always paying the quarterback. And here's why. You can't pay a quarterback and pay the O-line and the defense. You have to pick one that you're not paying right. once you pay that position. Um, and so – so that's why teams that are on typically your rookie deals will end up the, – the Jaguars were able to afford Calais Campbell, Malik Jackson, <laughs> Boye. If they were paying a quarterback $35 million a year, whatever it is, they would not have been able Money, to afford Nick, all those guys. Nick Hardwick's a swell fella and everything, but you and me were talking about this literally four or five years ago because you had on the NFC side nine – Handsome, you remember this. We I do remember. About. Seahawks and Niners were based around these two splashy QBs, yep. but they ha- but they could afford to do that because they were on their rookie deals. And, and so now it look was at un- the Seahawks. It was unfair to break. We ca- I remember we were talking about this quite a bit at the time. Then you look at it's almost unfair to Brady and Peyton to be comparing their rosters to, to what they have because those guys are sucking up uh, 20-some million dollars. Go ahead. But then Sid. you take Quentin Nelson, the left guard out of Notre Dame. But like the best pure guard in this draft, he's really, really, really. Who takes him? The Browns use number four. Get Qu- get Quinn. Who's Nelson. he blocking for? It'd be the best. But if that's they, what if they use the first overall. Yeah, that ain't no, happening. The fourth. The fourth. I, I know. They could trade down two. For, he's but, but really I'm just good. Saying, like, that's why. That's why you don't. That that would be why they don't pay the quarterback. Because if you can, if you believe that your evaluation on one of those guys projects them to be a franchise player. That's the huge win because you get five years with them and then a franchise, whatever it may be, without having to pay them when you can pay and backload all of those or front load all of those players on defense, on offensive line. Uh, I mean, my gosh, what you saw in Seattle was a perfect picture of what happens when you got to hand Russell Wilson 130 million bucks. That's right. Nobody left the block for it. It compromises your – Bill Polian talked about that after he was gone from the Colts. Maybe we made a mistake building everything around 18. Maybe we should have tried to have greater depth overall in our roster. We couldn't do it. We had to make a choice. Are we going to build around 18 or are we going to try to have a legit uh, defense? Look at the Packers secondary. You know, as soon as they paid Aaron Rodgers, what they have to do? They're about to pay Aaron Rodgers. They got to pay Aaron Rodgers again. And and again, that either the secondary or the old something always suffers. So now, by the way, before we move on to uh, to another episode of uh, our game show hosted by Eddie Spaghetti, Use Your Noodle. um, Before we get to that, I want to go back because Cindy touched on something. It occurred to me on uh, Sunday. Doesn't I don't know if there are many things. I've always said that air travel, commercial air travel exposes human beings. If they're, if you're a rotten soul, we're going to find out about mm-hmm. it 30,000 yep. feet in the sky and when we're deplaning and when you have to sneak. Deplaning. Uh, oh, you're, oh, oh, you, you, <laughs> you want to get off the plane so badly that you're going to take that, I that. step? I, even though, though, you're the row behind that. me? I hate that. Where are you going? You're going to get off the plane 4.4 seconds before me, but it's so important. I, and I let them know it, too. I'm like, me well, too. Congrats. I, uh, clearly you have somewhere more important to be, and you're going to get there 0.4 seconds more quickly, and then people turn around and say stuff to me. Um, and then I get Good into for you. unnecessary arguments. Seriously. But anyway. And by the know, way, it exposes that Dave Damage yeah. is extremely combative. And enjoys yep. a good tete tete. You know what I don't. The, you know what else I don't like. You know where else. You know where else a lot of people were exposed to me on Sunday. 
when they started tweeting me or texting me or Facebook. Oh, you didn't, you didn't ask for that? After the Steelers game, I do- – You don't ask for that? No, I don't. What you don't kind ask of behavior- for that? Here's the, here's the way it goes. I want, some, I want somebody who has some sense to him. Spaghetti, please weigh in here. <laughs> spaghetti. Because I know Spaghetti agrees with you. You know what kind of sense I got? Common sense. Because I grew up in a school of hard knocks on the street of New York. I'm ready. Handsome. You're from elegant uh, England. Probably, surely I, probably, your people I'm don't. probably good for etiquette. Surely your people here. know better than to comport themselves in the ugly fashion that uh, some of them. I, I do. <laughs> I, I said to Dave, I saw him. I met him. Um, That's right. That was classy, Handsome. And I, I Noted. Say, noted. For all of much. time. I say that in those situations, as a big fan of a team, there's nothing worse than getting some schmuck saying something nasty to you about, ha ha, you lost door. How do you feel oh, now? Whatever. I've got and, something for you. Keep going. And, and, uh, you're going to give me the business do, about something? I would never do that to someone. Here's what I say, handsome. Here's treat the, others. My as you rule would like is to be this. Treated, Dave. We need, that's right. You know what? Do I like to have my fun before a game? You should. Did do. I sit here a week ago and talk stuff to Maurice Jones, uh, whatever? <laughs> I, I told, I, I, I said this. True. Disrespect the man's surname. But, yeah, <laughs> let me tell you his family. Let me tell Carry you. on. Let me tell you something. When the game was complete, like a gentleman, I dropped him a line and I said, "Congratulations!" I, to you. But would you? That's class. You have to, that's I define class. No, that's you, class that wasn't because class. you lost. You to that yell. wasn't class. It was a preemptive strike. Right. Is what it was. Before oh. Maurice Jones Drew could send you something or a video or come oh, at you, you were like, it. "I'm no, going to no, send okay, this off. Is, I'm going to disarm him a little bit here." That. That's all that is. That's disarming your opponent. How you, is that? That's being classy. Uh, no, it's not. What? You know the I trash. I have never. You know the trash. I MKD defy talk. you. It is epic. I defy any of my chums out there to contact me at your earliest convenience <laughs> and let me know the one time I ever talk stuff to you after my team vanquished your team. Never. I don't do it. I didn't say you would. With a couple right. of exceptions. I like to make fun <laughs> of the Flyers when they go out because oh. I don't like them. At Pennsylvania. And the bungles i don't mind making fun uh, after yeah, the game have, you, but you, that's because but they that's because they make it clear before big games against the the division bully that they're going out there to try to have injure you, have people. you ever heard your and i don't cackle. have you heard your cackle after that's the right. perfect interception well, that's, into the tunnel you have you heard it have you have you ever gone back and listened to the podcast yes. and how you were i just told you i just get i just put the asterisk, asterisk and you want right to know why you want to know why people are coming at you on twitter I, when I, that's I what would, you I do i don't do that to the jacks you, after a you game. try to humiliate willie mcginnis you say oh he's uh browns and uh you, you put that on him that's USC not true. And the Browns. He's not a USC and Browns legend. Yes, yes, he is. See, a statement see, of fact. Look at that. Look what you're all setting yourself up for the Steelers Patriots show down. Here I am with Willie, and I'm going to make fun. I'm going to jab I him a little never. bit. I would not. You were counting your chickens. Do you, think, do you So you sit here, Maurice. I mean, uh, Mo, and think I would have oh, said to that. Maurice after the game. You think I would have said? Uh, I, I, I would have. I would have ha hawed him. I would. I think you would have done a bit. I think you would have ha hawed him a little. Not true. That's a that's, that's a bogus charge at level. I'm not saying you would have. I'm saying that you didn't want the goods that Maurice right. was going to bring, and you oh, figured you could cut it. your you could cut them in half. Maurice, what was he, he going to do? I, but my point is, it says cut you down weird. in the hallway. It says something weird about you. And you know what? If that would have been Maurice's instinct in the big moment, perhaps the biggest moment in his favorite franchise's history, if he would have thought in that moment. To contact me to talk stuff that would have exposed him, right? 
That's an uh, that would have been an ugly deed on his part. He it was depends, typically yeah. celebrating with his former Jaguar. Right, team. he was happy. Right, that's the way a, a human being should be. should be. You shouldn't be. How you know what I want to do in this moment of glory is is uh, knock somebody else down. What what's that say about it? <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> Breeze wouldn't have done that, you made Cindy. Your fandom known. What were you going to say, Cindy? Well, on our podcast, we pick games. We right. pick every game. Right. Every single one. So do we. And there are. I love but- that show. No, you don't. I never do love that it. show. It's all lies. I you have never listened to it. What's your favorite segment they do? In week seven, they did this bit where they picked uh, the, the, the Sunday night game. It was fantastic. <laughs> it was fantastic. Tell right. me, give all right. me, I'm, I'm buying give it me now. your favorite <laughs> example. Listening. Give me your favorite example. Just, I'm not even going to say for since the since uh, game uh, since it's theory and money started. Just from the last month. Right. Yeah, yeah. Tell me That's your fine. favorite edition of Beyond the Numbers. What was what subject that they targeted? Did you enjoy most? Uh, Curious a, what Beyond a, the Numbers is. Yeah. Well, oh. <laughs> Thank you, Cindy. <laughs> That does that. Second he was going to try to answer it and therefore be exposed. Oh, no, oh, I was about it. to say I don't know what you mean by no. You the weren't. Numbers. There are a lot of numbers in the show. Cindy blew that one. That yeah. would have been great. Him trying to answer. I feel the, the I don't debate to, about Adam Thielen was brilliant. Hank doesn't listen. It's okay. I do listen. It's okay. I have listened. You know what you're doing? Beyond the numbers. You that are was a good uh, name for it. You do to Dave what all those Twitter folks do to Dave. Right. They're just, you're just looking to push his buttons. All they're doing is looking to push your buttons. But button, consider button not pushed. <laughs> Clearly. I, think, I, I feel like what I think it says is, and I like to favorite it so that I know this is a bad person. That's it. Let them know. I hear you. I, it, uh, doesn't, it doesn't injure me right. more. I, Maybe a little bit. It do- that's just not. I'm only going to talk about it for 20 or 25 minutes. No, it doesn't hurt my feelings. It doesn't hurt my feelings, <laughs> but it does tell me going forward, keep an eye on this person. Cindy was going to make a point. Yeah, I don't and even you remember. You cut her off. Go yeah. ahead. I mean, I think I was just going to tell gonna say, you. Say on that- game theory and money, we pick all the games. Yeah. Oh yeah, you said we pick certain, all the games. Certain fan bases. Just for the mere idea, my model is very generous. It, it's rare that a 10-point victory is ever projected. Correct. Correct. So certain fan bases will come at me in a way that is really, really, and I don't care, you can swear or whatever, but please use the right grammar. The your, your problem is really an issue. If you're going to call me, if you're a B word, if that's what you're going for with me, just use the apostrophe. It is you are a B word, right? So if you're going to do it, because all I want to do is do the little asterisk. It's interesting that that's what you're seizing on. Sort of like. Uh, I want to do the little asterisk and be like, your. But Republican congressman seizing on like, it was house, not whole. I think you're missing the the, the, the bigger issue here. Uh, the, the grammar, really. Like, like I don't care. We can we can go back and forth with each other. But uh, get if ready. You're here come the folks that don't like the grammar police. They're coming right yep. after you, Cynthia. Yep. Bring it. Bring it. So I think it's the, funny when I do it. Who is the worst fan base by your measure? Patriots, 100%. I agree with that. They really are. They, they, I, I, I feel like Patriots fans at some point. Irrational. They this, fight with each other. They're irrational. <laughs> Somehow it's an attack on them to say that I think Bill Belichick's going to leave. It has Don't you to touch it. my wife. They, why would he ever leave? It's Nirvana. Like, <laughs> why would New Yorkers care? I don't know. Again, I, I can't do a New England accent. I know it's hot for me to do to Boston. I, I'm trying to think of a guy on a train. He came at my garbage. wife. I can't do it. He's I got I got to do the Maya Quimby from The Simpsons. Well, they, yeah, they, they, uh, the other, they, the, no. the fan base seems Era. to feel 
as though they were the sixth round draft pick. You know, it was. Hey, guess what? It wasn't I, you guys. It right. Was, also, it was, it was you're your no longer underdogs as well. I the know, fact that enough. you all got on board just after, after like yeah, a, the a chip on the overdog already. Right. It's enough with the chip on the shoulder. I mean, how long has this been going on already? One time, this this oh, is us against the world. They love that. They I, love that. So nobody just cares. Go with that. Go with the garbage. The garbage is the easiest word to say with the right. Boston. Garbage. Garbage. Get a six garbage. down at the. Garbage. I always say the same thing. It's I'm going to get a six garbage. down at the parky and go to the Childs, and then that that kind of gets me in the right yeah, spot. But the it's just hard. Get those A's. By the way, such one an more ugly thing. accent. One more thing regarding uh, the Patriots fans who continue to assault me. On uh, social media, Y O U apostrophe R E. Yeah, the thing that they, the thing yeah. that that some of them have floated at me is that's my dream for Belichick to leave so that uh, the Ooh, Steelers can interesting. win. The opposite is in fact true. I don't want I, I want Belichick and Brady there until the Steelers knock him off. And at this point, if it even happens in his forty second year of life for Brady, it's like eh, he was an old man then. It's a little bit like uh, Marciano knocking out Joe Lewis. Like, yeah, well, you didn't do it. That's that's an interesting I don't want, theory. I want them together. Dave is trying to, you know, the old LeVar ball speak it into existence. Maybe if I say this enough, I can create a ripple in the well, world you know, of football. Belichick listens. Nope. You know, I don't one talk thing about that know, person who's named me. Yeah. I don't, that? Like they Belichick know. listens to this show. I imagine he, he does. He's always looking for a lines. nugget. He's yeah. always looking for an edge. Right. You, know? Did, you saw he had the the unbuttoned shirt. He's keeping it cool. Oh, he likes that move. In, He's uh, a cool in guy. Off days. He's yeah. a cool All right, guy. let's get to it. Uh, New York and Boston's own. Here he is, everybody. Game show host Eddie Spaghetti. It's time for Use Your Noodle. So get together and canoodle. Whose voice is this? We got the whole kit and Kabuto. And why the questions they may be futile. It's time for you to use your noodle. Oh, yeah. Whose voice is that? Whose voice is that? It's obviously Joe Piscopo. <laughs> it was fantastic. <laughs> Who the was The one-man house band, Dick Banks, has well done, done it again. Was that Dick Banks' voice? Terrific. Yeah. Dick, you've done it again. Oh, he's got great range. You've done it again. Yeah. All That's right. Incredible. That's excellent stuff. Uh, now, we're, now we're cooking with gas, spaghetti. Now you got your own theme song. Let's go. That's a, that's a shock to me. I had no idea. The uh, rules are you're going you're gonna to give us an item to list off, and we will each name one uh, item from that list until we run out. Run out of items. Right. Correct. Oh boy. That wasn't a good explanation. You'll pick it up as we go along. It's pretty straightforward stuff. Take it away there, uh, Spaghetti. So uh, on the topic of Tom Brady and the Patriots, uh, yeah, sorry, guys. Tom Brady is 222-64 and 64 in his career as a starting QB, including the playoffs. Out of the 64 losses, there are 37 different starting quarterbacks that have beaten Brady. Name those 37 quarterbacks. Before, uh, you know what? I'm going to buy everybody generously a, uh, a few seconds here. Spaghetti, are you with me or against me? You're a New York Giants fan. You are not a Patriots fan. You resided in Boston. You grew up in New York. Surely you have some – your heart is taking you in one direction or the other. Will Bill Belichick be coaching the Giants mm. next year? I'm not sold he's going to be the Giants coach, but I do I do agree with your theory that they're, when there's smoke, there's fire. The two coordinators are leaving. We've heard some you know numerous sources say this kind of stuff's going on. I think something is up. There will be a big change at the end of the season for the Patriots. What's the, the question is what quarterbacks have defeated him in the postseason? 
Ever. Look or who's ever. Period. Business. Ever. Period. Oh, just period. Yeah, including, Look who's including all the playoffs. business here. Look no, I just want to. I, I didn't know if yeah, it was a playoff wanna, edition yeah. or if it was uh, a regular season as well. Yeah, it's 37 quarterbacks, including the playoffs. Okay. All right. And Spaghetti, you're the host, so go ahead and tell us who you wish to answer first. Uh, we'll start. We'll just go start with Hank, and we'll get on the line. Okay. Thank you very much. Eli Manning famously beat him twice in Super Bowls. All right. I'm going to go with uh, Joe Flacco. Peyton Manning. Mark Sanchez. It's a good one. That's a good one. Yep. I know. Um, <laughs> Jay Cutler beat him just a few weeks ago. Yep. Last one to do I it. just wrote that one down. All right, I'll take uh, Ben Roethlisberger off the board here. Alex Smith? Oh, yeah. Sure, 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 sure. Who do, who was your first one? Sorry, oh, I, I didn't write it down. Uh, my first one was um, Peyton Manning. Oh right. Uh. Oh man, I might be out, but I'm gonna go. Oh with no, it. I'm gonna go with it. Oh no, Ryan Tannehill. Yeah. Uh, another Dolphin to have done it, I believe, is Chad Pennington. Classy, Claudie. I'm going with. Uh, uh, I'll tell you this. See if you can figure it out. He's a quarterback who went to Harvard. Oh, Jesus. Ryan Fitzpatrick, in case you couldn't figure Damn it out. It. Russell Wilson? <laughs> hmm. Oh, man. Those are literally the two that I was just about to use. Damn it. Uh, who was the QB? Okay, that would be... Uh, was he the QB? I don't think that's quite right. I love who that you're talking. We're all trying to think. Yeah, this is tough. I I can't... I'm it, that it really is something that you can um, that you that you're that you run through the teams. It's that easy to summon uh, the names because there are so few losses for them. Yeah. You can remember the games. We've only <laughs> listed losses. nine, by the way. I'll I'll help you guys out. I got that. No, 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 Eddie. We're using names. our noodles. I'm not giving names. All I'm saying is, don't psych yourselves out. There are some pretty common names on the list. That's all I'm going to say. Right. Some I just need those. common names. Right. So what you just we just say Jones. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean popular guys. No, I thought no, you were no, saying no, like no, 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 they're no, pedestrian QBs okay. that have beaten him. I see. No, you're saying some popular some yep. highly successful guys have beaten him. I'm gonna guess here. This is probably not a good idea, but gosh, this is a tough one for me. I'm gonna go Donovan McNabb. Donovan. I think you're gonna get buzzed there. There we go. I'm I remember out. the Malcolm Jenkins pick six from about right. the goal line, and I'm trying. I cannot think of. All right, handsome guy. Aaron Rodgers has beaten him. That's right. He has. Who has? Beat him Aaron just Rogers. last year. Remember that? Pretty yeah. common name. Was that last year? Or was that two years ago? I think it was two years. Two years ago. <sighs> I have two. Talk about popular Aaron. names. Russell Wilson. I already, already named oh, him. You're out. You're out. I named him. You're out, Dave. You're out. How am I out? I don't get any break. I get no. zero break. No, that's no why breaks. you're writing them down. I get no break. No, no break. Troll. It's a it's a you showdown. You didn't use your noodle. It's a head to head. Hope you choke on your <laughs> Cindy. Cam. Hmm. Oh yeah, sure. He did. That was a good game, wasn't it? Beat him this year. Oh, Cindy's um, gonna win. I never win. So we're, <laughs> Hank's I'm sweating. Not Hank's Who sweating. Who was the QB two years ago when the Eagles went into Fox? That was in Fox. Let me tell you right? someone who's beaten him. I'd like to hear that. That's that's what this is all about, right? It sure is. Chad Henney did. He would know. <laughs> Just name all the Dolphins. Yeah, because yeah. they split they every year. Be right. 
Yowzas. Okay. Um, let's think. Curtis Painter. Curtis Painter. Curtis Painter. <laughs> That's um, a common name. I was going to guess Andrew Luck. Ooh. I don't think he did Mm-mm. beat him, did he? No. Nope. Uh, there it is. Guys, okay. I got Gosh, we got, That's like, you. we got like 25 left. Wait a second. That's the victory. That's the winner. Yeah, That's Hank the, the winner's music. Handsome star. I'm eating there. a W. <laughs> Wait a second. I have written down. I can't believe I lost. That's disgusting. I didn't. I thought I had one uh, holstered there in Russell Wilson. I was not paying close attention. Yeah. I have down just as a, a a gamble. Tyrod Taylor. Did he beat him somewhere? That was the one I was going to go with. No. But, but there's a Bills quarterback. You said Fitz. I was I trying to think the, who the other Bill quarterback. No, I'll tell would you, be. you did. The guy from Duke who never played again. Guy from Duke. Um, I don't remember his name. And he was the Bills know. QB? Dad Lewis? No. Never did? No. What about Mike Vick? Was he the QB for the no. Eagles? No. that he was gone. Want me just to run him off quickly? Yeah. Yes. Who was the yeah, Eagles yeah, QB? Us, made, it's making me we'll, crazy. We'll figure it out. We'll All figure right. it out. So, this one's funny. Drew Bledsoe, Sam Bradford. Huh. Wow. Drew Bledsoe smoked him in his first game As with the, the Bills. Bills. There it is. Right. <laughs> Drew Brees. I was going to go Brees. Yep. Annie David. Dalton. Jake Delhomme. Brett Favre. <laughs> Del home. <laughs> AJ, AJ Feely, Jay Fiedler, Gus Farratt, Rich Gannon. I still had three more Dolphins. I Trent Green, with. Brian Greasy twice, Joey Harrington. Brian. I hate Joey Harrington. Joey Keep going. Harry. Colin Kaepernick. Hate him. Damn, Kevin Cobb. I was going to go with. Colt McCoy. Damn. Steve McNair. Kyle Orton twice. Brock Osweiler. Jake Plummer three oh, times. Yes. Patrick Ramsey. Matt Schaub. Geno Smith. And then uh, Kurt Warner is the last one. Hmm. Wow, what a Kaepernick list. and Breeze were the two that I was kicking around in my head before I went with McNabb. And never Phil Rivers. I I had Phil Rivers on my list, and then when you didn't say him, I nope. all you have to do, yes, he's been in the league for uh, forty eight years already. All we should have done was just name the the, the uh, elite successful yeah. AFC yeah. QBs, and you would land on one. Dang! All right, well done, Spaghetti. Nicely uh, good one. How about well done, me? Congratulations, Hank. I'm embarrassed. I'm on a losing streak, not unlike my Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, all right, let's. Uh, what do we want to do here? Do we want to get into the to the big time title game picks here? Oh, wait. A challenge, baby. Do you want to read? Do you want to read one Eddie Spaghetti <gasps> e- uh, tweet from the week there, Matt Money Smith? Uh, sure. I think you're giving Eddie oxygen here. That, that he would Eddie's. Eddie's gone outside of his usual game now and, and thinking about whether Please don't take offense that I'm not reading any of the ones that you submitted, Emma. Um, but there is one that really jumped out at me because I think it speaks to, to Eddie and his self-confidence. <clears throat> well, excited to see Yim Yames Thursday night at Amoeba. Wonder if he remembers meeting me at Governor Ball. <laughs> so there's so many things to unpack here. One, it's tonight. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to go anymore. I'm kind of under the weather. To Yim Yames, the name that Jim James of My Morning Jacket gave himself whenever he does covers. See, because it's not Jim James, it's Yim Yames. So he's acknowledging, I know so much about Jim James that I'm going to put Yim Yames in here so people know that I know that Yim Yames is an alternate thing for Jim James. And then the idea that either you're making a funny – or just and he doesn't even spell it out. You know, there's no there's no character restrictions. He puts meeting me at Gov Ball. Yeah. Will he remember? <laughs> I do not think he remembers meeting me, but I will not forget that day. 
But yeah. Spaghetti, uh-huh. what's behind on Sunday evening? I, I, I'm I'm in uh, emotional torment, as is all of Pittsburgh. Spaghetti takes that opportunity to tweet out, Pittsburgh, if you want to keep losing, put on NBC. Rangers up 2-1, end of one. <laughs> I, what kind of behavior is that? I hate the Penguins. The Steelers, if you guys want, I said it'd be great for content. I was not anti-Steelers <laughs> at all. But the, the Penguins, there's no – I hate the, the Penguins. They're my number two all-time hated team behind the, the Patriots. I guess we should do this. Really? The, the tweet, the tweet yeah. directly the Penguins, after that. The Penguins yeah. are behind the uh, Patriots, huh? They really got under my skin. This Rangers team is full of issues. These young core players who everyone thought would lead this team to the promised lands are, in fact, quite mediocre. <laughs> By the way, that tweet's about an hour and 15 minutes after his initial one. About yes, how the, exactly. It was right after About it. how the blue shirts were taking down the pegs. Yeah. That, 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 that's a game that if we won, I'm like, okay, they could turn things around. They lose, and they just get crushed at the end of it. I'm like, this the team, has they have no legs. They're just it, – it's a bad, it's a flawed team. Money, uh, Spaghetti, uh, Sully, and I were debating. Who's the uh, most – this is a great question for the offseason. Who's the most uh, – well, I, I don't want to go full in on this. We'll do this at a later Table date. it for next week in our off week, maybe. Right. Hashtag this one, the most overrated high-end athlete. Is it high, uh, overrated Hall of Famer in any sport? I think that's a fun thing. Most overrated, overrated Hall of Famer Hall of is really Famer. fun. Thinking about it. I like the other way because I have a sunny disposition. I like to do underrated Hall of Famers, Eric Dickerson, Franco Harris, and beyond. Um, but overrated. Overrated Hall. One guy we were talking about money is uh, is Marty Brodeur, right? He's not yeah. even the best of his era. No, and it Addy was more was about the over- defense than it was the goalie that right. was standing on his head, slowing that thing down. Yeah, Marty Brodeur's a good one. Oh boy, I'm gonna save this. Most overrated Hall of Famer, Cindy. We have a week to meditate on. Yeah. That, but- yeah, I, know, I I'm gonna think about it. Because I have some like what immediately comes to mind. It's a good one though, right? Yeah, no, it's a great Bob Greasy to me is my is my go to always. He shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame. It's ridiculous. I've always said Terry Bradshaw. Oh, stop it! Is that really going to be the one (laughs) you try to argue with me? Because I knew you were about to spit Greasy out, so I figured I would. uh, That's actually Greasy's where my head went first. I like. I thought because I have uh, I I have uh, brain troubles. When you said uh, spit greasy out, I thought that was a phrase of – I thought that was like a, you're a newfangled way of saying trash talk. Oh, I see. He's spitting greasy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Let's spit greasy with the Red Challenge flag picks. Red, Red Challenge flag picks. Yeah. After this, only one to go, and that Aww. will be coming at you from Minneapolis uh, when we get together up there. Uh, on Media Row. Look the little forward. apple. Can I tell you something? I keep saying this, but I am anxious. Maybe it makes me weird, but I am anxious for the trip to Frigid. I, ho- I-, I hope it is not uh, we don't get some what would be considered good luck and get 45 degrees. I'm looking forward to I have been to Minnesota in February uh, to call uh, Big Ten basketball, and I will just share, and I hope this is not the weather that we get, but uh, I flew into uh, Sleet. Overnight, that sleet froze, and I remember standing inside the arena watching Tom Izzo get off the bus with his Michigan State team. Love Izzo. And he could not get his footing, and he just started sliding toward the wow. door. That's how cold and how icy That's it was that day. You know day. what? I haven't thought to check the schedule. wonder if the Hoosiers are going to be up there by uh, by, four, by good Yeah, little, good home, uh, little hometown 
The Hoosiers. Way, that's, Indiana, that's Indiana. With Richard, not Rick, with Richard Patino, head coach of the mini Golden right. Gophers. Right. I've always wanted – I've watched many games, obviously, as a Big Ten uh, basketball uh, aficionado. I uh, Do they still do, though? I Somebody told me in the last year or two that they are, are no longer – When I was there, it was the raised floor. But is it no longer? Not sure. I have not done a game there in a few years. What a weird thing. One of the more visually – very odd. It's, it is actually – it's problematic. It's for players, for real. Like when they play, when they have the regionals for the Mar- for March Madness, yeah. they it changes their ability to make three three point shots. Put that one down for uh, the off season as well. I want to kibitz about the weirdest looking gyms to watch on TV and weirdest looking. No, nope, we're out of luck. Done. They're on the road. Chris Wessling of uh, around the NFL brought that up a couple of years ago or a couple months ago. He's right He's, there, uh, the most visual. He is. Is yeah. that right? There yeah. he is. Oh, there, he is. Oh, there we go. Is in the house. Excellent. Um, I, I he brings up the most uh, visually satisfying and the worst uh, stadiums to watch games on TV. I think that's a, a fun conversation. Oregon worst. The worst basketball gym is Vandy. When that that's that huge it, uh, that I can't inexplic- say I don't remember it. Vanderbilt has that inexplicable like fifty feet of hardwood that extends from Beyond the, the sidelines. No, I'm not On talking about not the end lines. From the you'll see if you see it you'll. Be reminded. I think there are even like giant curtains there, like it's an auditorium. I really think we should pick the championship game. Let's do it before the show ends. Emma VP. Emma says more anxious with each update. Seven minutes, Damashek. Go, boy, go. All right, let's start it off. Jackson, the time for talk is through. It's time to talk. Let's get to it here. (laughs) Jacksonville Jaguars, New England Patriots. I was, was going to go to Cindy, but instead, let's go to the handsome one. Cheers. I'm picking the Jags. Oh, my. <laughs> All three throw All the three red challenge flag, flag at I had a I feeling. I could see the twinkle in his eye. I just I saw it, it when you said. In the eye. I was and like, the, oh, he knows. He yes. knows what he's and doing. The, are you trying to be yes. zany? Is no, this I'm some not weird allegiance zany. to London's favorite pro no, football team? No, I'm not trying team? to be zany. I don't have a model. I don't have a calculator I left my protractor you should have listened to beyond the numbers I do every week I left my beyond set square numbers. behind and Cindy all that stuff that one. That yeah. um, <laughs> but I just I, th- I like I think I'm I'm looking more at the dramatic arc and the and and everything that comes with the story I just believe that the that the Jags defense is going to do to Tom Brady what Tom Brady doesn't like to have done to him well like and we t- like we talked about with uh, with Willie uh, in the middle of the week, I, you know, I By think way, a lot Willie, of people are is, saying is, this. Is, is, do we think, sorry to go off topic a little bit, but do we think it's time for Willie to be William or Bill or Will? Uh, it's very funny you should say that because Hansa, uh, because Emma VP insisted I ask Willie if he is the only grown man who can right. get away with being called Willie. Yeah, And then I he agree. said, no, I want to double down on it from now on, Willie Willie. He wants to be Willy Willy. <laughs> Willy Willy. Yeah. Um, Sorry. You insist on calling everyone their little kid names. I think people a lot of people. the building call me Cindy because of you. And I don't even respond to them because I can't hear it because Cynthia, Cindy doesn't, like, I don't hear it. So then now people think I'm rude because of you. Let's talk about Jalen instead of Cindy. I think Jalen Ramsey, Willie said yes. this, I said this. It's I think a lot guy. of people are saying this. you got to put Jalen Ramsey yeah. on Gronk. Who else is really dangerous the out guy. there? And by the way, practically, those fast linebackers that you saw in Heinz Field uh, last uh, Sunday. Miles Jack is are a hell be, of an athlete. They, he is a hell of an athlete. Right, but but, uh, but he and Talvin Smith are going to be consumed with exactly. Deion Lewis and uh, the backs out of the field. They, they're built, really, to, to stop that, to 
little swing passes from 12 all day long. You know, go back to the 2015 AFC title game up a mile high. All day long, there was – that Brady knew he could not – I mean, they did handle Gronk with a keep to leap for the majority of the game. Gronk gets off right at the end there with one of the all-time great catches um, in the clutch there on that fourth down play. But for the majority of the game, you go back and watch that. Brady tries to hit the uh, the wheel all game, and he just can't hold on to it for that extra half second before the pass rush gets on him. I think that could Wait, absolutely happen this time around. That's what but I'm come, counting on. Come on. This is their farewell. This is their farewell tour here. They're not going to lose here. Belichick's leaving town. This is his last game in Foxborough. <laughs> Jeez. They're, 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 Jeez, they're, nothing. They, the interior of that line, if in fact, and what we always say it, you know, and granted for me it's it's just a, it's a bias I have because I watched it for 60 minutes. Marcel Darius throws Spencer Pulley around like like he was a Christmas tree. I mean, like, like he just wasn't even a human being. Just picked him up and tossed him, and he was in the backfield. If you get that from those defensive tackles, uh, and now you've got to help out on your center, you know, and Tooney's got to lean in instead of lean out and help on the edge with Campbell or Ngakwe or Fowler. Man, that could be a long day because what does Brady do? He's not mobile, but he's just so good at tick, 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 right in that little step this way, one step, step this way. Now when you've got Darius right. coming up there and you've got those two edge now rushers, you're ga- but, but, that's but, so tough but to navigate. But what you're ultimately betting on, especially with a slight – we don't know how bad uh, Leonard Fournette's uh, uh, ankle is at this point, but – you're probably you're not gam- good. You're gambling on 27 doing uh, because right. a- and that defense making some points. It's not enough for them to merely no, slow to down Brady. They points. must put points on the board. That's where that's a, that's where it comes. That's what you're betting on and and also by the way, I know people have said this forever, but Blake Bortles is going to go in the Foxborough Fine, Dave. You carry on. You shop at right, Target. You shop at Target. I'd be more than happy to see it happen. Thousand room Heinz hotel. I'm trying to have some going fun. Going to Heinz Field and not have a good game, and it happened twice. Like, I mean, it, like I, I don't, you know, I, I don't think that's that. like a. That's a good way to put a button. Yep. <sighs> that hurts my feelings. No, it. Uh, my point is that you can't make the same mistake twice. Let's get to it here, Cindy. Where's my flag? I don't know if I have one. I don't know if I'll need it. Here we go, Cindy. Minnesota Vikings, Stefan Diggs and the rest going in to play America's Team 2017, as I decreed them, the Philadelphia Eagles. Choose Minnesota. What? All four taking All four. the Vikes on the road? That means they're going to lose. Yeah. It Funny does mean explain they're going to lose. Yourself. Same thing I said last week, you know, sound tackling uh, and a good, not a good, a great pass rush, great corners. Those two things combined make scoring points awfully tough. I think it's going to be a field goal game. I really do. It's Jake Elliott versus uh, Kai Forbath, the uh, 2009 Lou Groza Award winner out of UCLA. You need to the song again? I guess if we're going to lean on field goals, it's kind of hard to pick the Vikings, right? Because kickers have broken their hearts year in and year out. I just, I, I feel like they're, they're a little bit better on offense, and that's enough, and it's going to be a field position game. Points will be at a premium, low scoring, but I just – I like that defense front to back on all three levels a, a little bit more than I like the Eagles. I mean, listen, like we Not to mention their pass catchers. They are wouldn't be the number one seed were it not for Carson Wentz, but as presently constituted, this is – one of these two teams is going to be your Super Bowl representative. Mm-hmm. And it might be against Blake Bortles. What? What a crazy! I mean, to your point, handsome. The weirdest NFL season. If we couldn't get Drew Brees versus ever. Tom Brady, then really? yeah, I ever. want I want Blake Bortles versus one of those two right. guys. Oh, oh, and most definitely agree. completely agree because it, uh, 
as far as I'm concerned, it's an anticlimactic Super Bowl. If you if Brady wins, he's going to beat them, even if the Vikings do have a home game. That's something to keep an eye on, too. How much of need- a home game are they really going to have at the Super Bowl? Uh, I mean, people that's the- find their way in there. Yeah. I think if, if, if the Vikings are there, I suspect it'll be 75-80% Vikes fans. Handsome, anything you want to add to why you're uh, picking it the way you are? Destiny. I don't know. Well, that settles that. Cindy, anything? I, I can't argue with destiny. Yeah. That's it. That's, That's a, kind of a thing. It's all amounted to this. 19 <laughs> weeks of breaking it all down. Is that, well, well, why is that team going to get to the, uh, I don't know, it's destiny. destiny? It's even. It, it's a, it really is an even, it's an even matchup. So it's just what team do you like more? I think everybody likes the Vikings a little bit more than the Eagles. I think there's way more pressure on Nick Foles. In this one, if he, if he does not come out of the gate uh, playing well, that crowd will turn against him. If the Vikes jump on him early, the crowd will turn against him. That will not be good for poor Nicky Foles there. True. Nicky. I'm just trying to play. Uh, Nicholas. Thank you. Nicholas for, Foles. Thank Marianne uh, for your support. Thanks, Mommy. Love you. A difficult time. Uh, <laughs> yeah, difficult. Means a great <laughs> deal. Meantime, Money and uh, Handsome Hank having their last. No, you were classy. I love. I was Why nice. You were classy. The only one who decided not to be classy. Me. Matt Money Smith. Oh, my emotions. Is that surprising? My vulnerability as a fan of a football team. How dare people attack that? Woe is me. I. Why owe you? I did. Yes, you did. Apostrophe. I did not. That's exactly what you did. What did I just tell you? Did you not listen? <laughs> I, it, doesn't, it doesn't hurt me. It exposes them as crummy Are sure? people. Are you what sure it doesn't hurt you? What kind of person reaches sure? out and you. ha-has? Are you sure? What kind of human being ha-has in my time of sorrow? Who does that? Ha, your team lost. Enjoy the offseason. If it doesn't affect you, if it, if it didn't affect you, then why make an issue of it? It affects me because it, it – it, uh, Trying to make the world a better place. It injures my opinion of mankind. <laughs> That's why it affects me, Matt Money Smith. Y-O-U apostrophe R-E. All right. And next week we will talk about uh, the most overrated, overrated. Got it. Hall of Famers. Maybe we'll do the underrated ones too. We have Jerome Bettis. Bettis. Yeah, I don't know. No! That's a great one. <laughs> Why you like that, that one? Why you like Bettis. that is a goodbye. We'll see how it goes there. All right. We'll talk to you after the title games in front of the Super Bowl before we depart for Minneapolis. Until then, for Matt Money Smith, Cindy Freeland, Handsome Hank, Eddie Spaghetti, Emma VP, and all the rest. It's been a thin slice of heaven. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you.